You are listening to a life-impacting message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi at the Lovely Voice Experience in London. Bishop Richard Ayi is the pastor of the First Love Church UK, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward-Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful sermon. Oil, the precious soil, the 
Father, thank you for today. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for the revelation of your holy presence. Thank you, Father. We ask for the presence of the Holy Spirit. And we ask for the presence, Lord, of revelation, the spirit of revelation, Lord. Teach us, guide us, Lord. Let your kingdom come and let your will be done amongst us this beautiful afternoon, Lord. Thank you for the blessing of bringing us together. For two minutes, I want you to pray for yourself. Just ask God for the Holy Spirit. Just ask him. Everybody from the back to the front, everybody everywhere, pray. Just ask the Lord for the Holy Spirit. Pray for the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit. Ask him. Ask him for the power, for the force in your life. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Everybody praying. Everybody praying. Asking God for the Holy Spirit. Ask him for the Holy Spirit. For the Holy Spirit. That Lord, I need the Holy Spirit. I want the Holy Spirit in my life, on my life, in every aspect of my life. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Pray for it. Pray. Ask Him. Masi talafisa sotisaya. Samigo sadilesi sasadastaya. Nalabradishtaya dalabika pato satalabradibakapa. Malay madela badi bakapakastataya. Mashi tolibi kapa sanda labradisi. 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 Labradisi miando labradishta yande lebrekestaya. Famidosa yanda labradiba kapa tastaya. Talidosti. 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 Taliba kapa tasa tanda labradiba kaya. Ask him for the pouring of the Holy Spirit on your life, on your life, on your ways. That you have the Holy Spirit with you. You have him with you always. You have him with you always. You have him with you always. Ala dila brande lebi kipatasaya. Famdo labra diba stata labra diba kapatasa matafataya. Fami daily bikasta ya delay bradishta yanda labrados isonde labrados isonde sisonde 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 malibeti shapata saya malamadi malablaka pata saya malamado labla deme kapata saya blande limi kapata ya oh yes Jesus yes Jesus thank you Lord thank you Lord thank you Lord thank you Lord Father we thank you once again. We bless your name. Thank you for answered prayer that we will have the Holy Spirit with us. Always, 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 Lord, help us to be sensitive and to be alert to the leadings, the guidance of the Holy Spirit. We thank you. I say thank you once again, Father, for the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, and everybody shall say amen. Amen. God bless you. Take your seats. Hallelujah. Okay. Okay. So we want to continue sharing about the powerful spirit of the Lord, the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Turn your Bible to the book of Acts. Acts chapter 2. We 
can also read Acts chapter 1 first. Acts chapter 1. Um, Acts chapter 1. Okay, Acts chapter 1 verse 7 says that, And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father has put in his own power. Then verse 8 says that, But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. So he's saying here that you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost. You know, the Holy Ghost is a transforming force that comes into an individual's life. So that's what the scripture is saying here. Clearly, that when you receive the Holy Ghost, you receive power. It's a certain power, a certain transforming power, a changing power, a changing power that comes on you. So the, the, um, the progress of a Christian and the rising up of a Christian and the doing well as a Christian is very much linked to the influence of the Holy Spirit in his life. The greater the influence of the Holy Spirit in his life, the more change you see. It's not the change you see is not by man. You see, when, when you have a conviction, you have a conviction. Let's say you have a conviction that you are called. You have a conviction that you want to work for the Lord. You want to serve the Lord. You want to be in the work of the ministry. That, ex, that power that you're experiencing is the Holy Spirit. Yeah. It's not man. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not man. You can't say, man, somebody has brainwashed you. As, as those who don't have the Holy Spirit would say. Those who don't have the Holy Spirit would say. Just, just as they said in this, in this very passage that we are reading, you'd be amazed that you'd be amazed that when the Holy Spirit came upon them and they were speaking in tongues, someone said they were drunk. Someone said they were drunk. So it's not criticizing the work and the influence of the Holy Spirit in the lives of Young people in the lives of individuals, in the lives of Christians, criticize it. They didn't start today. Because when you see that transforming power at work, you can't, you can't explain it with logic and reasoning. You can't, you can't explain it by logic, but it's like uh, you look for three steps and then you explain it away. He's saying that you will, receive, you will actually receive power. There's actually a power that comes into your life when you receive the Holy Spirit. So for, for, a vast majority of us, what we, what we experience and what we experience in our life, even, even to want to go to church and be in church and be in church all the time and be serving the Lord and be committed to God and be devoted to God, that thing that you have in your life is the influence of the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit that is influencing you. The Holy Spirit that is working on you. The Holy Spirit in your life makes you nicer. It makes you better. It makes you a completely different person. You are different from your, from your brothers that you have left at home, from your siblings you've left at home. You are different from um, the people in your neighborhood. You are different from, you can say you are different from so many people. And that difference that you see is not a result of um, some pastor somewhere who has put your brains, your brains into um, uh, a washing machine and washed it with... Um, I don't know what you use. I can hear so many things. Yes. Yes. Fairy, fairy liquid. Yes. But it is, it is rather 
it is rather the Holy Spirit. So you see, you see that when they were Christians, they said, these guys are drunk. These guys are, you know, some lousy bunch of people who are just drunk at this time of the day. Peter to stand up and say to them that this is that. This is rather a fulfillment of prophecy. It, what, what, what you are witnessing and what you can see is rather, is rather God fulfilling his word in his life. Until date, God is still fulfilling his word in the lives of those who believe. Those who believe are still receiving power. When the Holy Spirit comes upon, upon them. And when the Holy Spirit continues coming upon them. So you see, as I say to you, let's pray for the Holy Spirit. It's like, you know, understanding what you are praying for even affects how you pray and affects your interest in that prayer topic because the more of the Holy Spirit you have, the more godly you become and the more you walk and you desire to walk in the will of God and in what God wants you to be, the more you do what God wants you to be. Acts chapter 2. Okay. So when you see someone who lacks the Holy Spirit, he's also different. Like the scripture says that these are they that separate themselves. It's like there are some people that are destitute of the Holy Spirit. They also behave in a certain way. They behave differently. When someone doesn't have the Holy Spirit. In Acts chapter 2, and um, where is Acts chapter 2? I should have Acts chapter 2 in my Bible. Yeah. Yeah, there is Acts chapter 2. The Bible says that, verse 1 says that when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all in one place. They were all in one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. Wouldn't you like to have such an experience? That you'd be somewhere and then there'll be a mighty wind rushing mighty wind that will fill the room that you know a wind has come into the earth. There's a wind. Will you like such an experience? Or you don't like such things? And then appeared unto them cloven tongues as of fire and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the spirit gave them utterance. So you see again, you see another group of people, another group of ordinary men in a place and then they experienced the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit came upon them and instantly, instantly, they gained a language. So you see, that's the power I'm talking to you about, that when you have the Holy Spirit, there is definitely going to be a change. There's going to be a difference. A difference. A difference in your life. So they started speaking in tongues. As the Spirit gave them utterance. Most definitely, when you experience the Holy Spirit, there shall be a physical change in your life. And there shall be evidence. There will be evidence that the Holy Spirit has come upon this life. And the Holy Spirit is awake. So the more, the more of the Holy Spirit you have, the more change you see in your life. The more you see the change, there are changes. There are changes. The more of the Holy Spirit, the more changes we see. The more changes we see. You, 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 are, not, you are not the same person. Even if, even if you are saved, after you are saved, after you are born again, the more influ- influence of the Holy Spirit that you come under, the greater a change we see in you. 
created change. Because sometimes you see, you are saved. You are saved, but you are so rude. I mean, though you are saved. Though you are saved. And then you see, with time, with time, we see a difference. Then we say, that no. No, she's changed. Or should I say, he's changed. She. She has changed so much. Anyway, the influence of the Holy Spirit is what we are talking about. Yes. Influence of the Holy Spirit. When you, you have it, then you have it. And I was giving the example of rudeness. Do you understand? Rudeness. That's how we got into he, she, he, she, them. Yes. Okay. So, if she is, and I said I have chosen she. Do you understand? You too, when you are preaching, you can use he. It's not, it's not a problem. You see that the, when you come under the influence, you see that suddenly the person changes. You see, one, one of the areas that you see the influence of the Holy Spirit in someone's life is character. It's character. So you see, when, when you become so set that you don't, you don't want to change, you don't want to give in, even when you see that you are wrong, you don't want to give in, you are becoming, you are becoming more resistant to the Holy Spirit than to anything else. Because you have to be able to yield. Yield and change. Because as you hear the word, you hear the word, you hear the word. You keep hearing the word. So you see that the word, the word confronts, confronts your very nature. And your lifestyle. The word confronts. How many of you have been to church and the word is confronting? Or you're having your quiet time. You can say the word is really, the word is really addressing you. Yes. One of my pastors, when I'm preaching and the word is really hitting him, all I'll hear from the congregation is the word is a hammer. <laughs> you just say the word is a hammer. <laughs> yeah. It means that it means that he's taking a hit. Yes, he's taking a hit. So the word because that's what everybody said the word is a hammer. So you see, it's very, it's very unfortunate when you see the word addressing you, and you don't want to change. You want to give in. You want to be the same. You want to fight and say that. That's how I am. That's not how you. That's how we all were. Yes. And the Holy Spirit has worked on us. Has worked on us. Has worked. On, the Holy Spirit has worked. Has worked and worked and worked and worked and worked and worked and worked on us, and made us and made us what we are now. And who we are now is the Holy Spirit that has worked on us. Because you see, you, you feel you see sometimes yourself wants to arise. How many of you have felt that sometimes yourself? Then you say to self, self, calm down. That's the influence of the Holy Spirit in your life. Yes, that's the influence of the Holy Spirit in your life. It's not that it's not that you don't notice that something has been said that you don't agree with or you don't like. It's not that you don't notice it. You see, but with the Holy Spirit. With the Holy Spirit. With the Holy Spirit, you become more phlegmatic. With the Holy Spirit. So those who are born phlegmatic, you are you are blessed. You are blessed to be able to receive. You are more you are more likely to maybe absorb the Holy Spirit. Because the others become more phlegmatic. 
Yes. Yes. Yeah. You become more phlegmatic. You become calmer. More controlled. Temperance is one of the fruits of the spirit, which means controlled. Temperance, temperate. You are controlled. You are more controlled. Because others are not controlled. Everything they have an answer. They want to answer. Oh, yes. Every week, every week, I hear people say things that I don't agree with. I can take them on, analyze, break it down, and prove it to them. Every week. Without fail. I don't want to say every day. So, every week. Yes. I can, I, I can break it down. I have time. I have time to break it down, to put it in points, and to analyze, and to prove whether we, we need to go to a laboratory or wherever to prove, to prove it to you. Or we can prove it on paper. Or by speech. But hey, by the time you finish, you're tired. You're, you're, just, you're just tired. You, you, you say you've lost virtue. Yes. And that, that again is even you, how sensitive you are to the spirit. It's like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. But there are people who still, who still talk, isn't it? Yes. There are people who still talk. So, so you, see, you see people, what they do is that they stop talking to you, then they start talking to this one. Because they are so set. They are set in their ways. They won't give in. When you'll be thinking that, oh, the person has become calm. No, 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 no. The person has just stopped talking to you. Yeah. Now I talk to him. Yeah. To download, to justify myself that I've now. So if he agrees, they say, yes, I've got a partner who is now agreeing with my folly. Yeah. I've been around for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. Isaiah 32. Yes. 32. Where do you want to start from? 13, 14, 15? Give me a verse, please. 13, 13, 13. Upon the land of my people shall come up thorns and briars, yea, upon all the houses of, of joy in the joyous city. 14. Because the palaces shall be forsaken, the multitude of the city shall be left. The fort and the towers shall be for dens forever. A joy of wild asses, a pasture of flocks. 15. Until the spirit be poured upon us from on high. And the wilderness be a fruitful field. And the fruitful field be counted for a forest. So again, again, I'm trying to prove to you that with the introduction of the Holy Spirit into your life. And even into the world. You, you can even see, look at 14, look at 14. These are like these are like these are like physical places, forts, towers, palaces, wild asses, pastoral flocks. It's like if if even even with what is happening around has everything to do with the presence of the influence of the Holy Spirit or the absence of the Holy Spirit. When, th- when things are a certain way in your life, you have to know you, the question you have to ask yourself: Where is the Holy Spirit? Where is the Holy Spirit? Where is the Holy Spirit? 
And when you see things also, you see, like you see, you, you, you see, sometimes you see a church. You see the church is growing. People are gravitating towards the church. Don't, don't, don't be quick to criticize such places and talk about, because what you're about to speak against, you're about to speak against the Holy Spirit. The people like it. It's like, it's a nice place. It's a good place. We are blessed. We are refreshed. Because without it, without it, without the Holy Spirit, certain things don't happen. It's the Holy Spirit that causes things to happen. So he says that this is, the, this is the state. Forsaken. Forsaken. Abandoned. It's a den, a den of wild creatures. That's uncontrolled, untamed creatures and things and activities. Until, verse 15, until the Holy Spirit comes. Until the Holy Spirit, when the Holy Spirit comes, everything is different. Everything is different. So, you know, you know, you know, my dear friends, we have to pray for the Holy Spirit every day. Pray for the Holy Spirit all the time. Pray for the Holy Spirit all the time. Pray for the Holy Spirit all the time. All the time. All the pray. You see, you see yourself changing. You see yourself changing and changing for the better. You will see the change. You will see, you see a marked difference. In who you are and what you are, even your interest, even your interest and your love for God and your devotion to God and your zeal for God. You know, sometimes you feel like, oh, I've, I've, I've served God before, I loved, I've loved God before, I've had zeal before, so I don't have it. No, what, is, what you are lacking is the Holy Spirit. That's why you start backsliding. That's why you start going dry and going cold. What you need is the fire of the Spirit to keep you going. So, Let's go back to where we were last week. 2 Timothy chapter 1. We need, we really need the Holy Spirit in our lives. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 1 says that Paul, an an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, according to the promise of life, which is in Christ Jesus. To Timothy, my dearly beloved son, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. I I thank God whom I serve from my forefathers with pure conscience and without season, I have, I, have, I have remembrance of thee in my prayers night and day. Okay, so don't just pray during the day. Pray at night too. Greatly desiring to see thee, be mindful of thy tears, that I may be filled with joy. How many of you know some people that when you see them, you're happy? Yes. Are there people in your life when you see you have, you're happy, you're very, very happy? Yes, yes I mean. And there are people that when you see, you're not, you not so happy. Yes. Isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what he's saying. Look, verse 4, verse 4 again. Verse 4, verse 4, verse 4, verse 4. He says, I'm greatly desiring to see thee and be mindful of thy tears that I may be filled with joy. It's like when I see you, I'll be filled with such joy. Yes. I mean, the people when you see you just smile, isn't it? Yes, you just, you just smile. Yes. Hmm. Mercy. Yes, you just smile. I mean, you, you feel like you've seen them. So as you come to church, you just see someone. Maybe you, you're not even thinking about the person, but just the presence of the person. It's like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. It's like, it's like there's such, it's like, you almost feel like you've seen an angel. It's like, it's like, are there such people in the world? It's like, what a blessing. It's so refreshing to see them. Yes. How many of you have such people in your life? Yes. Mm. Beautiful. Okay. 
I don't want to ask you who. That will take us into too much revelations. <laughs> verse 5. Verse 5. He says that when I call, when I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice, I am persuaded that in thee also. Okay? So grandmother and mother seem to have some things. Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. Okay, stir up the gift of God. There's a book on that. Say after you have to know how to stir up the gifts. So read the book, stir it up. Stir it up, stir up the gift of God. And you see um, that is right there. That there are gifts in you that needs to be stirred up. Verse 7. For God has not given us the spirit of fear. Do you understand that? God has that you see, that's a that's it, that's a big statement. That's a big statement. I was I was thinking about this verse, and I said to myself, that this statement, just this first part, before the semicolon, that God has not given us the spirit of fear. It's a it's it's it should it should draw your attention to the word that four letter word fear yes you must you must i almost said you must fear the word fear but what what i actually means that you must hate that that thing fear because says god has not given us the spirit of fear so it's as though it's as though when you don't have the holy spirit what you have is the spirit of fear yes that when you don't have the Holy Spirit, the spirit of fear, the, it's like the spirit of fear. The, it's like what, what the Holy Spirit will make you do. The opposite of that. The thing responsible for you doing the opposite of what the Holy Spirit will make you do is the spirit of fear. Because God has not given us the spirit of fear. All the things that people don't do, that they can do. For God, as if in the faith, in the Christianity, it's all a result of fear. It manifests and shows up in different ways, but the bottom line, the bottom line is the operation of the spirit of fear that prevents them from doing it. Because God has not given us, he has not given us the spirit of fear. We don't have the spirit of fear. We have the Holy Spirit. We have the Holy Spirit. We do not have the spirit of fear. We have the Holy Spirit. We do not have the spirit of fear. We have the Holy Spirit. We do not have the spirit of fear. (laughs) Then he kindly tells us that, okay, but he has given us the spirit of power, the spirit of love, and the spirit of a sound mind. So anytime you take any of these, any of these, um, if you like, manifestations or names of the spirit. Power, love, sound mind. It's in comparison to fear. It's like if you, if you have fear, you won't have power. You won't operate in power. If you have fear, you won't operate in love. Perfect love Perfect love cast out what? What does it cast out? It casts out fear. Perfect love. 
perfect love. When you, when, when you love God, when you love God, the more you love God, when you love God and your, and your love for God is matured, is perfected, you're not afraid of serving him. No, no, you're not afraid of serving him. You're not, you're, you, you, won't be, you won't be afraid of giving. You won't be afraid of giving. Giving your time. Giving your money. Giving your energy. Giving your intel- you, you won't be afraid. You won't be afraid of following, following God. When your love for God, if you, have, if you have the spirit of love, if you have the spirit of love, you won't, you won't be using logic to analyze, should I serve God? Should I not serve God? Should I follow God? Should I follow God? Should I go on missions? Should I not go on missions? Should I give? Should I not give? Should I work in the ministry? Should I not work in the ministry? Should I do this? Should I do that? That is, all those things, all those, all those common sense, intelligent um, analysis of facts are a result of the spirit of fear. Yes. Last week, last week, last week, we talked about the spirit of power. Where the scripture says that in the day of God's power, his people shall be willing. His people shall be willing. A a willing person does not take into consideration negative possibilities. Yes. A willing person, a willing person will tell you that it will work. Oh, it's going to work. It's going to work. I mean, what's the problem? It's going to work. Why a willing person? Why are you even worried? Why are you even worried? It's okay. A a willing person is a man of faith. When you see a willing person, it's it's possible to work. What's your problem? What's your problem? Why are you crying? Why do you have doubts? When you because when you want to do something, when you want to do something, things that you want to do, when you want to do it, you don't consider you don't consider some things. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Have you seen have you seen the way the way of a man and a maiden? Yes. Yes. If you are if when you see when you become when you become a bit experienced in life. There are some things you don't even see. You will not, you will not easily, you will not easily talk to someone about his beloved, about his wife. I mean, like, like maybe something you see that is can be tidied up a bit. You, you, won't, you won't say it because if you, if you are not careful, if you say it, you'll be rebuked. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, if you're a bit experienced, you, some things you don't say. Because what is ugly, the person sees it as very nice. What is ugly? Oh, yes. That is, that is the main attraction. That, you see, that, that's a willing man. That's, that's, a, that's how he's willing. I'm, will, I'm willing to take, it, to take it as it is. Don't bring, don't bring things that will bring tension and crisis. No, 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 no. When you are inexperienced, that's when you try to sort some things out. And you, because you, you see all the things you are saying, they are not even listening. Yeah, they are not even listening. You give them all the 20 signs, all the 20 signs of trouble. It's like, look, <laughs> there's a power at work. There's a power. <laughs> yes, there's a power. There's a power. 
gives the power. When you speak, you don't, you don't say some things. You look at it and you say, all the best. Because the way of an eagle in the air and the way of a serpent upon a rock, the way of a ship in the midst of the sea. Have you been, have you been to the sea before? Have you been on sea before? Oh, you should, you should have that experience. If, if you've never been on sea, you don't understand the world. <laughs> you don't understand the world. The sea? There are mountains and valleys of water. Of water. Yes. So you see, a ship in the midst of the sea and then the way of a man with a maid. It was written in today's language. The way of a man with a beloved. It's mysterious. You can never understand it. You can't understand it. You can't can understand it. You can't. You can't. When, when you understand it, it, may, it means you, you are lacking. When you show like this kind of understanding, you're explaining things, giving your, it means you are not experienced. You don't even know what you're talking about. Yes. You don't even know what you're talking about. That's why you sound so prim and proper and correct. Because you don't understand. You don't understand the chemistry that's going on. That's going on in the blood. Anyway, take me back to my verse. Take me back. The spirit of power, the spirit of love the spirit of a sound. So, to achieve, to achieve any of these, you, we need to understand what we shouldn't have. I mean, perhaps, I don't know, you know, today I won't talk to you about, about the sound mind. That's 15, 15 minutes to be done. Okay. Do, do I have 15 minutes? Yes, I have 15. I have 15. I have 15. But, but just as, just as I had mentioned to you, you know, it's like having the spirit of fear cancels out all these beautiful things. So it's more of, it's more of understanding what you shouldn't have that will help you to have the right thing. You see, my, I, I, I have a friend, my friend who used to be in charge of a choir. When he's teaching, when he's teaching, uh, when he's teaching like the different parts or the people to sing in a certain way, he will just tell them that sing. And then they'll sing confidently. Then he'll ask them, will you remember what you just sang? Then they'll say yes. Then he'll say sing it again. Then they'll sing it again. Then he'll tell them, this is the very one you shouldn't sing. Yes. That's, that's how he used to teach his choir. He would tell them, sing. Then they'll sing. He'll say, sing again. 
Then you ask them, will you remember what you just sang? Will you remember how you sound? They say, yeah. They say, this is the very one. What you just, you can remember. If you can remember it. That is the one you should never make. That's the sound you should never make. Because you are singing the wrong thing. Then, then, then he will offer them the right one. Then he will sing the right way for them. Then they'll say, say, okay, sing the right way now. Then Then he'll say, will you remember that one? That one, never do it. Never. 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 So what what I'm I'm going to talk you through in 12 and a half minutes is what, what you must never become. And you should never do. And you should never permit in your life. And if you see signs of it in your life, what you have to be doing is that you have to bind and block. You have to say, as the points that come, you have to say, from today, I block this one. I block it out of my life. I cast it out of my life. I chase it out because the scripture, you see, I, I really want you to remember just the first part of 2 Timothy 1.7. For God has not given us. He has not. He has not given us the spirit of fear. He hasn't. That is not what he has given to us. He has not. So when you find yourself entertaining fears and the different types of fears and embracing it and living with it and growing up and allowing the fear to really develop in your life. You know, fear, fear causes paralysis. Fear can can make you immobile. You can't move. You can't move. The fear of failure. The fear, the the fear of yes, the fear of failing at anything. It just it just freezes you. You freeze. Have you watched those movies where someone comes up with a gun and says, Freeze? That's what fear does. It's like fear has a gun and shouts at people, freeze. And people freeze. People freeze. People freeze at relationships. Sometimes because of what they've seen from their mom. Because what they've seen from their dad. They freeze at it. They freeze. They are frozen. They can't move. So there's even to get a job. That's how can people stay at one job for 75 years. Because because they will tell you, they will tell you, you, you don't know how long it took me to get this one. How I've been bounced. You know, when, 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 you, when you try something and you keep getting negative responses, it has an effect on you. You feel like, no, I don't want this thing anymore. But it is a spirit of fear. Because I can bet my bottom what? No pound. I bet my bottom pound. That when you see someone succeeding, the person appears to be succeeding, he has failed a million times. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. In this country, in this country, 
I've preached to two people before. Two. For a church service. Two people came to church. Two. Two. Do you understand two? Can you count one, two? Finish. Nobody came again. Nobody came, came again. It's like, go, it's like going to church, going to church, and it's just Dandan and Kent who are there. And I'm preaching. And I'm standing. And I have a microphone. And I'm preaching. No, I didn't, I didn't preach with a microphone. I had to, just to, and I'm talking. And I have a message with points. Just as I have a message now. Just as I have a message. And just as I have points. That I can elaborate windows and something. I mean, same, same. But just two people are sitting there. You think that you think that everywhere we go, um, the hall has been full. It's not like that. No, I've been to two people before. That was 30 years ago. You were not born, isn't it? Yes. If only you were born earlier, you'd have come, isn't it, to help me that day. Yes. I know. I know, you'd have run there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But I remember, I remember preaching two people in 1993. Wow. Wow. Two people. One, two. <laughs> but they spilt. They spilt. You have to keep it. Because the spirit, when the spirit of fear comes, you've tried, 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 tried. tried. You, you wouldn't have come to meet me as a pastor. You will not even know me. You will not even know me. Because I'll, I'll just be somewhere working, going to work and come. I mean, by now, maybe I'll be even nearing retirement. When you see me, you, you say that we saw an uncle. <laughs> yeah, there's an uncle here. We saw uncle, uncle. This, you, know, if you, you, you see, in the same way, in the same way, when you meet somebody that you don't, maybe it's okay to, if this person had the Holy Spirit in him and had persisted in the situation, maybe this person wouldn't be where he is. Yes. Yes. Because as you go on Oxford Street and you see, you enter the shops, you see this um, uncle standing there at the door, black suit, opening and closing. You know, it's when you see it, you, you should know that, look, this person standing there, you don't know his life and his history. Yeah. See him standing there, coolly, humbly. Tell this one, come here, this one, go out. So this, because you can, you can see this one, if there's really a robbery, he can't do anything. <laughs> he can't do anything. <laughs> yes. Anyway, Psalm 34. <laughs> yeah. No, no, you, sh- you shouldn't be afraid. You should, go, you should go with power. Go with the spirit of power. Anything that is standing in your way, anything that is intimidating to you, anything that looks like, it looks like a high mountain. That's what, that's what Jesus said. He said that you will say to this mountain, be thou removed. Hey, makapa tasha patalabaka, papa liba kapata shaya, makofa katisa makota saya, paliba kopata sita ya fataya, matuli bikasta ya taya. You say to mountains, move. 
Move. Move. Move. It's, you know, inactivity. When you are paralyzed, you should know that what God has not given you that thing. God has not given it to you. He has not given it to you. He has not given it to you. He has not given it to you. It is not from God. That state of paralysis. I can't move. I can't think. I can't wait. I can't advance. I don't want to do this thing anymore. I don't want to try this. I... God has not. God has not. God is saying, look, on, on this occasion, I'm denying you. I did not give it to you. It is not from me. What I've given you is power. As you approach, you see things giving way. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I've seen two. I've seen two. I've seen two before. I've seen two. I've seen two for a church service, beginning to end. Two. Never changed. The third person never came. <laughs> sit down. Sit down. Sit, sit, sit. The third person never came. Psalm 34, verse 3. Ah, that's me. The spirit of God come upon you. Amen. The spirit of power. The spirit of love. Amen. The spirit of a sound mind. Amen. Yes. As for spirit of love, when it comes, fear is checking out. Amen. It checks out. Oh, yes. yes. It says, that, oh, magnify the Lord with me. And let us exalt his name together. I think it's a song. Verse 4. I sought the Lord and he heard me. And delivered me from all my fears. Fears. You know, don't, don't be adding on to your, to your fears. If you have one fear, don't make sure that you don't, you don't gain a second one, a third one, a fourth one, a fifth one, a sixth one, a seventh one. Don't be adding on to your fears. You must be free. He said, the Lord delivered me from all my fears. Today, God is delivering you from all your fears. All your fears. All your fears shall leave you. Oh, yes. All your fears will leave you. All your fears will leave you. You know, do do you know Satan can give you prayer topics? I think he he can give you things. To worry you and to disturb you. So you don't focus on the real things and deal with the real things. You know, in my, in my little life, one of the things I've discovered is that people can be worried about something that will never happen, never. But it can really possess you. It can really take over your life. But it will never, never Never, I mean, it's like, it's like, it's not even a problem. It can make you feel that it's a problem. I mean, look at, look at John, John the Baptist's mom. What's her name? Elizabeth. Elizabeth and the dad was called what? Zachariah. Yes, Zachariah and Elizabeth. Did they, did they, they were married. The scripture, the Bible describes Elizabeth as barren. Only because she's not had a child. But in reality, she was not barren. Just that Jesus was coming. And John had to be born six months before Jesus. So that they grow up together. So that they grow up together. So that John can, uh, can introduce Jesus and baptize him. 
So when, when God, God sitting in heaven and looking at the screen is even wondering that, why is Elizabeth even crying that she's not pregnant? Why is she even crying? Because there's a reason why that child has not been, because that child is linked to somebody else. It's linked. The link is to somebody else. So, what, so what, what's your problem? Why are you so worried and so, so confused and so depressed? Somebody is supposed to be coming. Somebody is supposed to be coming. And you are supposed to meet the person. Supposed to meet the person. So all, all I'm saying, sit down, sit down again. I don't know why you stand. But, yes. But my 15, my 15 minutes is up. Will you give me 15 more? Okay. Thank you. Thank you for your generosity. <laughs> one that is being described as barren. barren. And then they're now well sticking means that they are like they are growing up. But very much, very much in the perfect will of God. Perfect. Perfect will of God. I don't know how old Mary was. But maybe it's like Mary had to finish some things and you know, mature a bit. Mature a bit. I don't know what had to so that Mary's pregnancy and this pregnancy will be linked. Because she gave her six months after Jesus was born. And they grew up together. Six months after. That, is, that, may, that means that one was born in January, the other was born in June. Yes. Or June and December. I think Jesus was born in December, isn't it? So June and December, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. They grew up together. They'll be in the same class. When they, they're going to school, they'll not be in the same year. They'll be, they'll be the same year group. Yeah, they'll be the same year group. Yes, they'll all go to school together. They'll play together. Yes. They'll be in lovelets together. Yes. Yeah. So maybe your child that is coming is because somebody has to be born before your child. So that person can propose to your child. 20 years from now and marry your child. Yes. Yes. Mm. Yes. Mm. So God is delivering you from all your fears. <laughs> yes. You're crying that you have to change your wedding date. You have to change your wedding date because of, don't be selfish. The world is not about you. Because of your child that you were born, that has to meet somebody, has to gain admission to some school somewhere and meet somebody. That's why your wedding date is being changed. You're walking there crying and saying, I want to marry in January. Now they say December. is a hammer. <laughs> How many of you are feeling some hammer effect? Yes. So you see, fear is about to grip you know, something that God has not given to you. It's about to grip you. You can't move anymore. You can't think anymore. 
You don't want to do anything again. Because you proposed to one girl and she said no. So you say you are, you are the type, you are the type, you are the type that doesn't, uh, that marriage, maybe marriage is not meant for you. So you really like that guy and then he chose your best friend. The word is a hammer. No, the window is a hammer. This example is a hammer. Yes. Hmm. Yes. Your bestie, you know, your, your and, and ladies, you know how you are. You will take, isn't it? Is that, is that, no apologies. It's like, look, I'm sorry. He likes me. What can I do? Yes. I've never really thought about him before. I didn't like his butt. So can we meet? Can we meet at the Starbucks and talk it over? The, the other way, say, what, what, what do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? Meanwhile, she'll still go. Because she wants, she wants to look in the eye and say, you. Yeah. Ah. Women, your world is interesting, eh? It's a world. It's a world. God really made you. Anyway. Very quickly, let me give you some fears that you must overcome. Each one, you have to bind and block. Because God has delivered you from all your fears. Okay. The first one, you know fears is what we call the phobias, isn't it? The first one is amaxophobia. That is the fear of riding in a car. I had, and then the next one is, you guys are talking. The next one is aviophobia. That's the fear of flying. I heard of a footballer who doesn't fly. Yes, anywhere they are, anywhere they are going, he has to go by road. Yes, so if they are going, they are going to play a match somewhere that is they have not to fly. He doesn't go. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I know people who are fear of flying. I mean, to travel is very stressy. Yes, and the only reason why they are stressed is the flight. They have to board this thing and go into the air and be in the air. No, 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 no. no. I, was, no I was asking someone was that, what is it like? The person said, when you take, especially when you take off, said the feeling is like you're going to fall. You know, it's like, it's like, how can you go up and not come down? Yes. So when you go up like this, they can't believe and imagine that this thing will stay in the air. It's like, when is it going to drop? Hmm. It's someone's real serious problem. People drink before they fly. They drink. 
So if you don't drink, you, you have to speak in tongues. Yes. Yes. No, imagine, imagine, imagine getting married to someone like this and you want to go on honeymoon where you fly. The person can't go. The person can't go. The person will say, we should, we should have the... We should have the honeymoon in our sitting room. We can't go anywhere. Or go to Sheffield. The next um, phobia is nectophobia. That's the fear of darkness. That androphobia, I think you know that. <laughs> That's the fear of men. So the people who have, who have a fear for men, you do, they, they can't get into a relationship. Yeah. Are you binding and blocking? Yes. Then aphenphosmophobia. Okay. Aphenphosmophobia. A-P-H-E-N P-H-O-S M-O-phobia. Asphenphosmophobia. That is fear of being touched. Then autophobia. Fear of being alone. Yeah. Then ataxophobia. That's A-T-A-X-O. Ataxophobia. Do you know what ataxophobia means? Do you know ataxophobia? It's a fear of disorder and untidiness. Yeah. Then cacophobia. C-A-C-O. Cacophobia. Do you know cacophobia? Why? What do you know, you guys? Cacophobia. Are you listening? Cacophobia is the fear of ugliness. That is. So that is. That is where. That is where someone never believes that they are beautiful. On their nice. Yes. That's why you meet people who always say there's something wrong with it. There's this, there's this. It's like, I have this. I have that. I have that. So the fear of that thing puts the person in a state. I'm not pretty. Not nice. Nobody likes me. Nobody will choose me. Nobody is this. Are you blocking and binding? Are you blocking and binding and rejecting? Everyone that we've mentioned, you have to, you have to be saying, I Bind and block. My time is up now. Oh. 
obesophobia. You should know this one. What's obesophobia? Fear of gaining weight. Yes. Yes. Yesterday I saw some two ladies. I couldn't recognize. So I said, what, what's your name? When they mentioned, I said, I, I know them. So I, I said, why have you lost weight? Is there a problem? Who told? I actually asked them. Ask them. Who told you that losing weight is nicer than gaining weight? Who, who gave you that revelation? I said the day you marry. I told them. I said the day you marry. You said this guy that you've married is looking for something to hold. And you have you have given up all. You will discover that he needs something to hold on tight. Hold on. Someone is really enjoying the service. <laughs> okay, last final phobia I'll share with you is gamophobia. That's the fear of marriage. I'll give you an extra one. Echophobia. Echo. That's the fear of going home. Yes. Are you binding and blocking? So these are spirits you must not have. The next, the next thing that is not that God has not given the next type of spirit must is stubbornness. Yes, you must all be stubborn. First Samuel fifteen twenty three says that for rebellion is as is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he has also rejected thee from being king. So rebellion is as a sin of witchcraft, and then stubbornness is as iniquity. Yeah. When you see a stubborn person, it's a very, very dangerous spiritual state. Won't change, son, change, won't give in, won't listen. Are you blocking and binding? Deuteronomy 21 verse 18. If, if a man have a stubborn and rebellious son, which will not obey the voice of his father or the voice of his mother, and that when they have chastened him, will not hearken unto them, then shall his father and his mother lay hold on him and bring him out unto the elders of the city and unto the gate of his place. Are you imagining what was going to happen to him? And they shall say unto the elders of the city, this our son is stubborn and rebellious. He will not obey our voice. He's a glutton and a drunkard. 21. And all the men of of his city shall stone him with stones that he die. So shall thou put evil away from among you and all Israel shall hear and fear. So stubbornness is not something to be entertained and tolerated and encouraged. Stubbornness is not something that you you say you live with. You don't live with stubbornness. 
Because even in the law, under the law, it's like they're supposed to be stoned. And he says that that is how you should put away evil. To eat, stubbornness is a type of evil that you drive away. You drive out stubbornness. That you, you won't change. Shan't change. Difficult to relate with. Won't give in. Set in your ways. Won't yield. The next one, which is an easy one to, to deal with and to talk about um, very quickly in two minutes, is depression. The name, the name, the spiritual name for depression is heaviness. It's heaviness. Luke chapter 4, verse 18. It says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and the recovering of sight to the blind and to set at liberty them that are bruised and to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Isaiah 61 and verse 3 says that to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the spirit of praise for the spirit of heaviness, 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 heaviness. When someone is depressed, they feel heavy. It's like sad, moody, gloomy. Everything looks gloomy, gray, gray. If you ever, if you ever interact with someone who has long-standing depression, you know, or has moods, this kind of moods, you see, when they, they, but in the presence of that person, it's like a gray cloud. The gray cloud. Have you seen when the weather is gray? Have you said it affects the mood? Yeah. And when the sun is out, it also affects the mood. Yeah. That's the spirit of depression. That's the spirit of depression. That's the spirit of heaviness. That's why I say you are giving the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. The garment of praise. Sometimes, sometimes you should deliberately listen to even praises and dance and make yourself happy. Especially when you see that, you know, sometimes you're there, you feel that mm, it's coming. It's coming. You're sinking. You're sinking. Say to yourself, no. 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 Because sometimes things happen before that you are not happy. And then your thoughts begin to race. You must have a special playlist. Anti, anti heaviness. You have to call it anti heaviness playlist. Anti heaviness. Yes. Anti heaviness. Yes. Before you realize you are sitting there quiet, but you are tapping. Before you realize you've got up, you're Then you can take it as far as you want. Yes. Yes. That's the spirit of heaven. You shouldn't allow it to settle on you and be with you and be advancing and developing. No. You must have your playlist, your anti-heaviness playlist to lift yourself up because you have to lift yourself up. You're able to lift yourself up because it's a spirit. You know, when we say something, it's a spirit. It's a spirit. It's a spirit of fear. A spirit is something that you can't logically explain. You can't explain it, why it is happening. It means that that thing has advanced 
into a, the spirit realm and spirits have taken over. Spirits have taken over. Everybody feels sleepy. You feel sleepy, you sleep, then you wake up. Everybody feels hungry. You eat, then you, you wake up. Everybody is, is, is scared of something. You know, so you're going to a place, someone just say, hey! You, I mean, you'll be, you'll be startled. So what, what, what am I saying? What I'm saying is that the, almost everything that becomes a spirit, it's a normal, natural thing. But it gets to a point when now you are always sleeping. You are always eating. You are always scared. Then we have a problem. Then you can't explain it. But it's a very, very natural, normal thing. Very, very natural and normal. To wonder, I mean, if you're, you're going to, uh, you've written an exam, results are coming. It's normal to say, hey, did I do well? But it's like, even before you write the exam, you say, I have failed. Join the exam, master, and say, I'm failing. When you come out of the exam room, you come out with tears, I have failed. Even when the results come and you have passed, you say, oh no, I didn't do well. I could have done better. Oh, now it's like, come on. I mean, it's like, come on. It's like, come on. And you say, you say, you say it's a personality trait. So everyone, it's true. They are phlegmatics, they are melancholics, they are sanguines, they are um, cholerics. We have, we have the different types, but now yours is freaking me too much. That's the spirit. That's the spirit. Everybody has their quiet moments where they don't want to, you know, you don't want to really interact much. How many of you also have times where you just, I mean, it's like, you're okay. You're okay. I mean, there are places when you're going, you want to go alone. Don't force me to give an example of where. You don't, you don't want anybody to, even your, you don't even want your husband to even follow you there. I mean, true or lie? Yeah, I mean, your, your husband. I mean, the place where you are going, it's like, no, no, no. You, I mean, what are you coming to do? Proverbs 12, 25. It says, The heaviness in the heart of man maketh it stoop, but a good word maketh it glad. Yes. There's a, a good word changes your mood. Yes. Heaviness makes you down. Down. Are you blocking depression? Are you binding and casting it out? And then number, the, fourth, the fourth thing I want to mention is delusions. Delusions. Delusions go with madness. That's schizophrenia. There are two main key things that constitute um, madness. One is paranoid delusions. And the second one is auditory hallucinations. You see, when your pastor is a doctor, you almost become an associate doctor. Yes. You understand things. You can, you know the names of things. It helps you a better pastor. It makes you a better pastor. Yes. Mm-hmm. You should be glad when your pastor is a medical doctor. Mm. 
Be in the church for years before you realize you are a physician associate. <laughs> Without writing an exam. <laughs> Second Timothy, Second Thessalonians, chapter two, verse ten, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they have received not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusions, and they should believe a lie. A good, a good part of the world has been sent. This scripture has been. They have. They believe in strong delusions. Even you, when you use such things as examples, you see, you all laugh because it's like you can see that Hakabat. Very, very intelligent, top, well leaders believe and approve of things, but it's, a, it's a, a strong delusion that has been sent. It's like you don't believe in God, you don't want to accept God, you don't want to fear God, there's no reverence, no consideration for God. A delusion shall be sent. Yes. And you see, you, you, can't, even ima- you can't even imagine it. You can't even, ima- you can't, you can't even imagine what is happening. But that's, a strong de- that's a strong delusion. Pray that you are never deluded about something. Pray that you're never deluded. Which, which usually goes with mental cases. Yes. So you see, when people believe in something that is contrary to reality. Yes. This is, I said, I'm a pilot. <laughs> I just, I just, I just landed, I just landed um, British Airways. I'm a pilot. And you know, a person is not a pilot. I don't know why you are laughing, but it, these are real things. You should be binding and blocking, and make and perhaps making you kind towards people and praying for them. Because sometimes the signs are subtle. Like you say, what the person is talking about, it doesn't add up. What the person is fighting for doesn't make sense. It's like, why are you even fighting for this? It doesn't even make sense. It's delusions. This is deluded, believing in things. And then my final point, my final point is isolation. We bind all these spirits in the name of Jesus. Isolation, isolation, isolation. Jude one nineteen, or Jude 19. These are they who separate themselves. Sensual, having not the spirit. They separate themselves. The edge to separate yourself. The edge to separate yourself, to be on your own. To isolate yourself. There's an edge. Never want to be in a group. Never want to be in a family. Never want to be with people. Never want to be in a fellowship. Never want to be in a bar center. Never want to be. It's like there's an edge that I want to be alone. These are they who separate themselves. Having not the spirit. When you don't have the spirit, you want to separate yourself. You want to leave the church. The church that loves you, cares about you. Cares about you. I've loved you. You decide there's something that I, I must leave, I must go. I want to end here. Yes. But you know, today when you stand to your feet, you want to bind and block all these things. And then you thank God for the Holy Spirit. Because He has not given us the spirit of fear, but of a sound. So you see, these are things that you use to determine whether someone has a sound mind or not. Is the mind sound? Is the person sane? Is the person okay? You see, when, when you see a, a person of faith, believe you want to do things, you thought you, you, the world will make you feel that he is mad. But he's sound. He has no fears. 
serving God, following God, believing in God. Freely. I mean freely and happily. Freely and happily. Sound mind. You're looking over your shoulder. Are they coming? Did they come? Hmm? So, I'm sure they will, they will show us their points. Because we are going to bind all. We are going to bind all fears, delusions, isolation, depression. Going to bind all and reject and block. Those of us who have cycles and seasons of depression. It comes alone. Then you are just there. Feel your, pray, your playlist. You have to prepare your playlist. When you see the thing coming, just press play. And just be there and see. And see the power of God. Amen. You see the power of God at work around you. See the, you see the power of God at work around you. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Yes. Mm. One of the antidepressants we have in the church is dancing stars. Yes, they are an antidepressant. Yes, yes. They are, they are a major weapon against the spirit of loneliness and depression. When you see, when you see them, you can't help it. I mean, you, you can't help it. You'll be smiling. You see yourself looking at them. You'll be, if anything, even the people who can't dance, even it excites you. You see yourself spying them like that. Like, you say, Wow. You say they're thinking, oh, she can't even move. <laughs> but you, you see, you see, you, you just start getting happy and excited. Yes, there are antidepressants in the church. It makes us happy. They bring joy. They bring joy. They bring joy. Let's start praying. Let's start praying. You can see all these things. Bind them. You have you have ten seconds for each one. Ten seconds for each one. Makatasaya, Makatasaya, bind it, block it. Makati misiso staya, Makati simi kotasaya, Natali mikataya, Mamita sataya, Mamita saya. Are you praying? Can you see? Can you read? Bind, block. Yes, 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 yes. None of these shall affect you. None of these shall take hold of you. Mani natasataya. Mami kapatasaya. Mami kapatisimito satafaya. Mami nonitasatafaya. Palibatosa mitalabatasaya. Palibatosi batalabadiba kapatasaya. Maye tatataya talabakipatasaya. Kiabatasatasaya. Kiabakipatasaya talabatisaya. Curse it, curse it that it will dry up in your life. Curse it that it shall not survive. Malamatoni tafaya, malamatimi kapatosi matasaya, malimadi mataya. Give us the next page, the other points. Maya matosa badilibi tasaya, pale midaladastaya, pale midilibi taya. By the spirit of fear, by the spirit of stubbornness. Bind the spirit of depression. Bind the spirit of delusions. Bind the spirit of isolation. Block it. Cast it out. Cast it out. Be loosed. Be loosed. Be loosed. 
be loosed be loosed be loosed from that spirit be loosed from every foul spirit be loosed makapatasitasa makilimidasia makilimidombe makilimifedata makilimidatasaya mayei dalibastaya mayei mayei be loose I cast out false spirits dirty spirits spirits that are taking hold spirits of the serpent I cast you out I cast you out spirit of the cat I cast you out in Jesus name be loose the spirit of the spider the spirit of crawling creatures intimidating spirits I bind you I bind you I command you out 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 Mafita Saya Mafimota Saya Matimakata Saya Pray Mahata Saya Pray Resist them Oppose them Katasi Matasaya The fear of death The fear of failure The fear of rejection I bind you I command you Out Every spirit that intimidates, that paralyzes. I bind you and I command you out, out, out. In Jesus' name, my father, this atafataya, my father, tata tata saya, my father, tata tata saya, my father, tata tata saya, my father, tata tata saya. Paradali bitastaya, paradala batista tafaya, pafita makatastaya, malamaji shotastaya. Now I want you to pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray for the Spirit of power, the Spirit of love, and the Spirit of a sound mind. Sound mind. You will not have the Spirit of fear. You have the Spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. Pray for the Holy Spirit now. Pray. The Lord, I need more. More of the precious Holy Spirit in my life. More and more and more and more of the Holy Spirit. Pray for the Holy Spirit. To take over your mind. Take over your body. Take over your spirit. Take over your character. Take over your temperament. Take over your personality. Take over your thoughts. Sweet Spirit of the living God. Sweet, 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 sweet spirit of the living God. Hanasima dolimita satafaya. Malimatosha talabataya batasisa. Mayimatasapatisa pakastafaya. Patasimatasayataya. To displace every fear. To displace every tormenting spirit. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. The sweet Holy Spirit takes over the fear of marriage, fear of relationships. It goes away. 
power comes into you power comes upon you the power of the Holy Spirit comes into your life the power of the living God comes upon you 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 Atositasa Ahofimado Ahomifendele Ahomifendele Thank you Jesus Lift up your two hands and thank God Thank Him Thank Him Say thank you to Him Thank Him Thank Him Thank Him Thank Him He's giving you the Holy Spirit He's giving you the Holy Spirit Never the same again Never the same again Change has come Change has come Renewal has come Strength has come Power has come The power of the living God has come Molina Father, we thank you. Thank you for the precious Holy Spirit. We ask for the Holy Spirit. According to your word, you will give us the Holy Spirit when we ask you for the Holy Spirit. We are asking today for the Holy Spirit. We want more of the influence of the Holy Spirit in our lives, Lord. Increase the influence, increase the measure, increase the power, workings of the Holy Spirit in our lives, oh God. Thank you for your power. Thank you for your power that takes over every life standing here, Lord. Thank you for the Holy Spirit that's at work on us and at work in us. We thank you, Father, for today. Thank you, Lord, that we shall think right, we shall believe right. And we shall feel right according to the Holy Spirit. We receive it and we thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, thank you for the spirit of faith. Send us angels to strengthen us. Send us angels to strengthen us. To strengthen us. Angels to strengthen us, Lord. Thank you for your visitation. To strengthen. To keep. To give us hope. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hope to serve you. Hope to do well. Hope to move on. Malamatiso tafaya. Thank you, O God. Thank you, O God. Thank you, Father. Father, thank you. I give you praise and I give you thanks. In Jesus' name. Still in prayer, every eye closed, every head bowed. You are here this afternoon. Somebody invited you to church today. But deep in your heart, you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Or you've been coming to church, but your relationship with God is not sound. It's not there. This afternoon, you want to say that, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. If you're here like that very quickly, just lift up your right hand wherever you're standing. Pastor, pray with me. I need God in my life. I want God in my life. Just your right hand. Lift up high so I can see you. Just your right hand. Very quickly. I need God. I'm choosing God today. I want God. I want Jesus in my life. I want to be saved. I want a relationship with God. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. Just your right hand. God bless you. God bless you. I can see your hand. I can see your hands there, right there. 
right there. Just keep it up. Keep it up. Keep it up. Keep it up. You also want to join in. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my life. While every eye is closed and every head is bowed. You don't want to think about anybody around you. Think about yourself. Think about yourself. Think about yourself. Am I saved? Am I not saved? Do I know Jesus? Do I not know Jesus? Do I have a relationship? Do I not have a relationship? If I die today, will I go to heaven or hell? I am not sure. You want to be sure today. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. You want to be sure. You want to be sure of your salvation. You want to be sure of your stand. Where do you stand? Where do you stand? Who are you? In the eyes of God, in the sight of God. You want to be sure today. You are not sure. You want to be sure. Just your right hand. And I pray with you. God bless you. God bless you all. Have your hands lifted up. I want you to do one more thing. I want to come to me right here in the front. Come out of come your seat. Yes, come. come you lift it up your hand. Yes, come. Come, come right there. Come. To the mercy seat where Jesus right come. Is come. You lift it up your hand. Come. His grace will be you lift it up your hand. Come. If you didn't lift up your hand, and you want to come. Still come. It will provide your Come quickly, lady. I'm waiting for you. Come. Come with her. His grace will be your covering. Yes, His blood will flow freely. Yes. It will provide your healing. Yes. Come running to Jesus is moving. Jesus is saving. help us as we say this prayer. Those of us in front, let's say this prayer. Say after me. Say, Heavenly Father. Say it meaningful. Don't think it. Say it. Say, Heavenly Father. Thank you for today. I am a sinner. Please forgive me for all my sins and for all my mistakes. Now say it out loud. Say, I believe in Jesus. I believe Jesus died for my sins and he rose up on the third day. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Please come into my life. Be the Lord of my life. Heavenly Father, please wash me with the blood of Jesus. Say thank you Father for accepting me 
and for making me a child of yours. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, thank you for the sweet spirit that draws these people to you, Lord. May they be filled with your spirit. May they walk with your spirit. May they be led by your spirit. Thank you, Lord, that you take over these lives. Every life here, Lord, please take over. In Jesus' name, amen. Beautiful. We have these gifts for you. Amazing grace. Amazing grace. Amazing grace. Beautiful. Can you see our pastor right here? She wants to have a brief word with you. So if you please go this way with her, she'll talk to you briefly and then you come back to your seats. Okay, so can we just go this way? Yes. Michael, you can go with them. Yes, keep them company. God bless you. God bless you. Take out your communion. Brothers, sisters, we are one. And our lives have just begun. In the spirit, we are young. And we'll live forever. Sons of God, hear his holy word. Gather round the table of the Lord. the night in which he was betrayed he took bread and he broke it and he said this is my body which is broken for you lift up the body of Christ the body of Christ eat it Paul writes now by the communion says that this is the cup of blessing today you are about to drink a blessing into your life whatever you are lacking whatever you need Whatever you are trusting God to fill your life with and to bring into your life, by the blood, receive it. By the blood, receive that blessing. The blood of Jesus. Drink all of it. Now let's receive our blessings. Lift your hands for your blessing. Thank you, Jesus. May the blessing of a hearing ear yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. and a seeing eye yes, Lord. be yours. Amen. May you rise higher than all your colleagues and all your friends Amen. by the blessing of hearing the word Amen. and seeing. May your teachers never be removed again into any corner of your life. Amen. May you find whatever you are looking for. Amen. May the hearing ear and the seeing eye Open your heart to receive greater wisdom. Yes, the blessing of the Lord comes upon you. Amen. You are declared to be just like Jesus, Amen. who increased in wisdom Amen. and increased in stature. Amen. Receive an increase in wisdom for your life, an increase in knowledge, a spirit of a sound mind, spirit of understanding, spirit of counsel. May you win every war. May you win every battle. May the Lord contend against those that contend against you. 
Say a bigger amen. amen. God bless you. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love London on Facebook and YouTube, and First Love UK on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Have a blessed week.